has gone to a stage where it knows what you need. And anytime you try to limit the audience down, uh -huh. you're blocking off a section of your audience that you can't anticipate because you're not smarter than the robots. Right, right. No, it's impossible. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's 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 a beautiful transition for uh, to ultimately um, limit the middleman. Um, you know, to mm -hmm. where your middleman has to actually be valuable to make right. sense. Right, right. That makes sense. Woo! So exploring it. wisdom to unlock your true life's calling. I'm super excited to dive in with you on this. Um, yeah. I don't know what what takeaway should I be most excited about. I think I think the title says it all. You know, how do we basically work towards being able to unlock our true life's calling? Because I do believe that every single one of us has a true life's calling. It's just that most of us are either uh, scared or we're all right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Another episode of Vision Pros Live. I'm your host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. I'm so excited to bring Drazen Alcacer on today. Uh, he he and I hit it off super well um, in our first alignment call. Uh, one, we both speak Spanish, and that's always fun. But more importantly, like there's just this like you know that brother from another feeling you get when uh, when you meet somebody and you're just like, man, this makes sense. Well, um, he just got a class act personality and. When it comes to establishing our life's callings and passions, anybody who listens to this regularly knows I'm all about that. And I can tell that he is too. Um, and so that's going to be a lot of fun to bring him on. Before I bring Drazen on, um, I also want to make sure to point out our sponsors and cause opportunities. Uh, these are important for you. Um, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't. Um, these aren't paid for, by the way, but we will have paid for someday. Um, we've had one too, but in this case, these are companies that I believe in or I utilize, and I know they're important for visionaries who are out there. So cold click, cold click is how we do our LinkedIn automation. Um, it's probably how we met Drazen, by the way. Um, and what it does is it gets us in front of a bunch of like-minded people that we would probably want to work with, but we don't have to force the issue of, of contacting people one at a time. The distribution at the top of your funnel. If you're a visionary and you're trying to expand your vision and share it with people, yes, you can go and talk to people one at a time, but it would also be helpful if you had something that allowed you to get in front of hundreds of people per week and filter through the ones that are ready to talk to you now because not everybody is in a position where they can start a relationship. Two, we've also got Simply Fast websites up there and Simply Fast websites um, is the resource that I would have loved to have when I was first launching my website, JCal Digital. That brand still exists, by the way. You're welcome to go to it, jcaldigital.com, um, and see where firstclassbusiness.io came from um, and kind of the evolution. When I launched that website, by the way, uh, the header was done. The rest of it said Lorem Ipsum, header one, header two, header three. I got my first clients, my first five clients with a website that wasn't even finished, and I was helping brands launch their websites. Granted, I had a portfolio that I could talk about, but it gave me a really important realization that you don't need to be perfect to launch businesses. You need to get out there and showcase your, your skills, your principles, and just go after it. So Simply Fast, I spent tons of hours and way too much time trying to build that myself because I didn't have a $179 option to turn to. And yes, I could use Square, Wix, WordSpace, WordPress, my bad, um, et cetera, in order to launch a website. But again, it was taking me time. I didn't have the knowledge. So when I saw that Shane Michael had built Simply Fast websites the way he did, I was like, wow, this is a game changer for people who are just getting started out. It's pretty cool to have uh, to know right away who you could talk to about web design and web development and kind of conquer both those. I really wish him the best. I hope he crushes it and continues to succeed. Um, then there's the Water Project. Um, the Water Project is a fantastic opportunity to give back. Um, we're all, anybody who has something like this, within 20 yards from themselves, we have life made for us in many ways. There are people out there who do not have access to clean drinking water. My hope is to inspire you to either share the reality that there's a project called The Water Project where you can give back to these communities, or if you're in a position to be able to financially donate to this and give, please do. Um, you're talking about the opportunity to be able to see the transformation too. And I would say, challenge yourself to pay attention. Don't just get the money and run. 
take a look and see what happens because they're going to show you what the community is like, what they're building, and you get to see the fulfillment of the process and kind of, um, you know, there's nothing stopping you from building a relationship with those real life people, just like you do with any book that you read or any movie that you watch. But in this case, something actually took place and that's something to be, be excited about. So um, with all that said, again, I'm excited to host Dre's and let me pull up real quick uh, his, his story so you guys can see this and you can pause you can pause and read this um, so you learn more about him as a veteran, more about why he's become a serial entrepreneur and how he's done that. I'm not going to dive into the dynamics dynamics of that too much because I want to take full advantage of our time together um, and, and bring him on stage. So I'll Cynthia, Cynthia, si puedes compartir esta pantalla para mí, gracias. In the meantime, Drazen, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Jackson. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm I'm honored. Um, just one, uh, I'm, I'm I was already honored, but I'm like super honored today because it's Friday, and That's it's right. five o'clock. Right. It's my last meeting. I love. And it. I get to be with you. Like we get to, we get to end go this into my together. weekend on a super high. Absolutely, me too. I feel the same way. Yeah, man, it's awesome. So bromance uh, is going strong. Yeah. All right. I know we I know we made some people leave because of it. Um, that's all right. That's all right. You guys can learn to forgive us later. Um, but with that said, all right, who who should be listening, Drazen, to what we're going to talk about today, and and why should they listen to you? I think anyone who's looking to grow, right, who's looking to basically figure out, okay, how do I get to the next level of being able to again really unlock my true life's calling, is what I like to call it. I think everybody's looking for that, right? I mean, this is one of those things that. You know, so many times people will tell you, experts will tell you, uh, don't generalize, you know, niche down. But it's one of those things that every single person should be looking for their true life's calling. I mean, literally everybody needs that. And it's not that I have the answer exactly. I'm still in the process of essentially figuring it all out myself. But what I have found is that through all the people that I've spoken with, through all the mentors that I've had in my life, I've been able to figure out and uncover or unlock, if you will, an even bigger part of the, the process. And what I do it's almost like uh, immediately as soon as I'm able to learn something new and then, you know, process it and understand it, I turn right back around and I pay it forward. I'm able to just pass that knowledge and that information on to the other people because I like I want people to be able to understand that. I want people to realize that there's really so much more waiting ahead of us than what's behind us. I, I love it. And you you talked about the niching down, man. I, I speak against that so often because lots of people talk about it and it's a good thing to do. But at the same time, like how niche is Google? You know, how niche is Disney? How, how niche is Amazon? How niche is the Bible, right? We can go a lot of different ways with this, um, you know, but there a lot of the best resources in the world. Don't worry about that. And when it comes to principles of life, um, a lot of us, I think we're all connected. And I think most of us have a general sense that that we are connected, especially those who are listening to the podcast. So um, I think that's totally fair to talk about. I also think that uh, it's important to quantify some of your accolades um, so what we, well, I'm going to ask you about your vision for those that you serve and we'll dive a little deeper into what you just said. Tell me about your background. You know, who are you, Jason? What, what got you to the point where you've kind of uncovered this process of unlocking life's true calling? So I would say that the, the primary place where it all began was in the military for me. I, I got out of the school, went into the military. I went into the Marines at a very young age. So I was 17 at the time. Uh, and that really gave me the foundation of, you know, where I was going to be headed in life. And the reason why I say that is because mm -hmm. if there was anything to be extracted from my time in the military service is one one small phrase that they taught me that basically was able to push me forward in everything that I did, which was adapt and overcome. Ah, I was going to be embraced to suck, but I got you adapt okay. and overcome. It's one of those simple, simple things that if you just remember that it just makes life so much easier because then. Anytime you encounter an obstacle, anytime that you come across something that you feel has no solution or that you can't get over, well, take some time. Sure, you know, process it, adapt to it, and then overcome it. And then the more you overcome it, the more comfortable you feeling you feel with overcoming other obstacles. And before you know it, you can look back and you've overcome uh, a ton of different obstacles, and you realize that you know what, I can overcome this next obstacle that's in front of me at the same time. And, and so it's kind of like that that mentality that allowed me to then transition into entrepreneurship. And, and from every single entrepreneur that I've spoken with, it's not one of those things you necessarily say, I'm going to become an entrepreneur when I grow up. You know, most people just kind of fall into it from just, you know, different things, different conversations, the people that you meet along the way. And so as I began to 
diving deeper into entrepreneurship and I ended up, you know, creating uh, relationships, the thing that kind of came out of it was that we're all looking for the same thing, you know, how to be able to make the world that we live in better and how to basically unlock our true life's purpose, our calling, if you will, right? Every single entrepreneur, but then every single person ultimately is looking for that. Like, how do I, how do I feel more fulfilled at the end of the day with the thing that I'm doing and not just potentially just do something just for the sake of a paycheck? And so it was that essentially mentality that led me to be in all kinds of different industries from, uh, again, finance to venture capital, private equity, biometrics, uh, you know, federal business intelligence at one point. I mean, you name it. I've, I've gotten a chance to like do a lot of these things all together. And it's really through through that, you know, uh, combination of skills that I've acquired over the years that I'm able to now kind of look at problems from a whole different perspective. And then, and then be able to solve them, if you will, or help people solve them when it comes to whatever they may be going through, just because I'm able to bring the experience, you know, the, the knowledge and ultimately the wisdom, right. That's been acquired over a number of years to, to help people out. Cause that's all I want to do. I love that. Thank you for, for sharing all that. It makes me, it makes me uh, think about uh, really, really meditate on the audience at hand. You know, most of you that are listening in, you have, you have achieved extreme success. Um, and a lot of you haven't owned that, you know, and you, you may struggle to recognize the fact that of how successful you actually are and how much you've accomplished and, you know, you haven't hit what you want to perhaps. Um, but when we're, when we're looking at people who are extremely successful, I, I also know people who are extremely successful, a lot of them that mm -hmm. still haven't found that life's calling. That's right. That's a scary reality for people mm -hmm. to address, um, you know, and to think about if you're there, like you don't really want somebody to push you on it, especially on stage, um, right. you know, like, or, or when you're in like, I don't know, a new relationship, you don't actually want to talk about that people, but this is a podcast, safe environment. You're by yourself. Think through this, you know, like if you haven't found your true life's calling, right. Or you feel like you may not have, how do we get, how do we get there, Jason? Um, you know, what's the, what's the vision to move there? And what does it feel like to go from, being ultra successful to knowing that you have your life's calling. Let's, let's talk about that. There is a, uh, there is a feeling that comes over you. That's indescribable, right? I mean, there's something that can't be filled with just about anything you can imagine, whether it's an accolade or, uh, you know, uh, numbers on, on a chart, numbers on a bank account, et cetera. It's just one of those things that you feel like you're, you're online. Finally, you feel like you're on fire. Like I'm on now. Right. And that, and there's something about that feeling that then begins to actually attract other people to you because of that, because it's one of those things that's uh, like energy attracts energy, much like how you and I like became friends right away, right from the very first yeah. time we had a conversation. And so the things that you begin to uncover and and be able to attract to you become the very things you were looking for to begin with. You know, when it comes to being able to attract better friendships, better relationships, better partnerships, etc., it all comes to you just based on the fact that. It's you who's who's basically being that. There is a, a right. saying that I love that talks about, you know, the, the the flower, all it has to do is just bloom and it attracts the bee to be able to come and, and, and pollinize mm. it, right? So it's the same exact Ooh, thing. Oh, I love that. It's it, That's all we're doing. We just have to essentially work on ourselves to then fully bloom. And when you bloom, you're going to attract, you know, all the people that are meant to be in your life at that point. And a flower, if it could go search for the bees, would die. Exactly. Um, I mean, that's, that's, Absolutely. oh man, that's cool. Um, that's a really powerful reality. And I, I've seen that too. That's, that's ultimately, um, I've spent, I spent, I'm not going to say I have all of the, the answers to life's callings. I'm also a big right. believer. We have multiple callings, um, to a life. I'm very happy with the calling that I have right now, which is mm -hmm. to bridge the economic gap between North America and South America. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my grand calling. Um, and you know, to be the best father I can to the four kids that I have. Um, you know, like I'm, I am married to that responsibility at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, there, there's layers of that, but you know, I, I spent years trying to figure that out too. What, what does my life calling look like? How does that work? Um, and it's, I, I, when I started to watch people, other people who are being successful and seem to have their life callings, I started to notice exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. They were just like that flower. They, exactly. they just blossom. They just focused right. on being their best self. As the biggest challenge we come across a lot of times is that, um, you know, we, we live in a society now where so many people want you to be able to become stronger at the things that you're potentially weak at, right? Rather mm -hmm. than oh, actually yeah. become stronger at the things that you're strongest at. 
And so that's that's something that is, I think, you know, essentially taught in school a lot of times, which, again, there's obviously things you can do when you finally leave school or throughout education that say, OK, well, what am I really good at? What are my strengths? And then because we've been so conditioned, essentially, to to feel like, OK, well, those strengths are just, you know, what I have. And that's what comes naturally to me. But I was always told that I needed to be better at this other thing. And so there's so much right. time spent on the other thing rather than than basically becoming your strengths that then it's really that much harder than be able to find your true life calling just based on that alone. The fact that you're constantly at odds with yourself because you know what you want to do. You know what you're really good at. You know what you love to do. You know what makes you come alive. And yet you're not doing it simply because that's not what you were essentially told. You were told to do something. Right. Else. Your instructions manual. How do you work? Exactly. And, you know, it's funny. I can feel the weight of the stress on my body. Mm -hmm. Remembering all the years that I yeah. spent working on what other people felt I wasn't good at. Right. Um, you know, and Strengths Finder 2.0 changed my perspective in that. That book, yep, by I Conrad, love that. Uh -huh. Right, I was 22 um, when we took that test. My my wife and I at the time, um, and mm -hmm. it was our favorite date night. Like uh, like for the next several years, mm -hmm. we were laughing. We were laughing hysterically at how much we learned about each other by having taken that. And we both had the exact same first number one trait, which was learner, but hers was completely opposite of mine and how mm -hmm. we went about how we learn and. Nobody ever validated my learning style growing up. It was I was always the distraction in class, um, but I, I learned through communicating with people, um, which hence why I probably have the podcast. And, and look at the kind of relationship that you have because of it. I mean, think about that, that just a sentence alone, the fact that you both chose to do that with each other, I mean, speaks volumes of not only the relationship that you have, but again, the relationships that we can have if we choose to basically focus on, okay, what are our strengths? And then how do we basically use that for the relationship that we want to build? I would agree. I think we we had a pretty phenomenal relationship at the time. Um, and, and sometimes you think the grass is, is greener um, and or things happen. So um, there's there's that. But it's it doesn't it doesn't uh, deny the good that existed. And I think that a lot of people who who go through divorce you know, or go through challenges and relationships, um, we live in a society where we want to polarize the situation and, and we don't end up honoring, you know, the, the goodness of, of said person. And, and we should. Um, you know, that's, it's my responsibility in, in the equation. Every so experience, every experience ends up becoming a stepping stone to ultimately where we're meant to be anyway. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's, I want to, I want to pick on chat GPT for a minute um, in this okay. regard. So we've got, we've got, and, and uh, everybody's listening in again, this, this is, is all about comprehensive uh, comprehension analysis, by the way, this exploring wisdom to unlock your true life's calling. Mm -hmm. um, we can get caught in semantics games, but I'm going to specifically share something that we did with with Drazen is we're trying to figure out on our end, how do we represent fully this massive vision that, that you have? And in doing so, we use ChatGPT to help us figure out headlines for this show. And it was it's interesting. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, guys, is because you can be two degrees off course and completely ruin your life. Um, you know, you can run right into a mountain um, if you were off course in a, in a plane, for instance, by just two degrees. These lines that ChatGPT was trying to give us, unleash purpose, guides to a heartfelt expression, discover essence, right? Insights of life's true purpose, um, live with purpose, advice for heart's desires. There's nothing wrong with these. Um, most these are great headlines for CNN and Fox and, and major places. Heartfelt living, tips for living, for life's true purpose, unlock potential wisdom on life's true calling. Well, I'm sorry, but that takes the assumption that the person has that figured out for everybody who's going to that article. Mm -hmm. And I take issue with hyperbole like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and we, we as human beings, we sometimes, and so notice the difference. If you're, if you're watching this and you're, you want to go back and listen to those again, exploring wisdom to unlock your True life's calling with Drazen Autocosair. He's not here to be your 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 muse mm -hmm. and force that upon you. And he's not here to tell you what it is. That's something that you got to figure out. So we chose this title very purposely to say unlock your true life's calling. And we're exploring wisdom to do that. We're not the definitive oracle to make that happen. Um, and uh, I would love your thoughts on that, Drazen. Like we live in a world where we get boxed in often. And if people don't box you in, they kind of, some people are like, well, they're very wishy-washy with how they do things. There's, I think there's a harmony in there somewhere, but what, what's your take on that? If you learn to live 
authentically or the most authentic version of yourself that you can be, then you will find that that over time, maybe not right away, right? Maybe not overnight, maybe, you know, maybe not even even a, after a little bit of time or a significant amount of time, but over time, what's going to happen is that you will begin to surround yourself with people that just, again, you know, not only make you come alive, but at the same time, support you in everything that you're trying to do. So there's, there is power in that because again, you're trying to essentially, you know, your, your goal, meaning my goal, your goal, everyone's goal should always be like, how do I become the most authentic version of myself? Because that's, what's going to, you know, take away the people that think potentially you're wishy-washy or, you know, e even with you, right. The people that you may be surrounded with right now, mm -hmm. and you think that they're like solid as a rock, but then as, but that's only because that's maybe uh, the up to the purpose that you've been living so far. But if you were to completely change your mind and do something totally different, then all of a sudden this person who was always there and always was very supportive of everything you were doing, they may not be supportive of that anymore just because they don't understand or that's not what they believe that you should be doing. So then all of a sudden they do that to you, right? And it's one of those things that you will find the people that are meant to be you know, part of your circle. And I think that's the scariest part you know, when it comes to being able to take this leap of faith, if you will. And being able to unlock that, that every mm. single person is just so uh, comfort comfortable in this box, if you will, of like, okay, well, I have my support system, I have the, you know, where, where I live, where I work, what I'm doing. It's I don't really know if I want to leave this because I, it's doing everything it should. Not realizing that essentially they're giving up so much more for just that little bit of a slice, if you will, of life that we're receiving at that time. And, and that was the hardest thing that I had to do time and time again, right? Figure out that, okay, there is more out there. There are people that want to support me, that want to love me, that want to be a part of my life. So I have to go and search for them because they're searching for me too. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, that was a, a very good use of the word always, in my opinion, mm -hmm. um, is always be striving to live our best life. Um, you know, and and that's one of the hyperboles that, that I, I'm okay with. Um, right. yeah. That. The, rather than the again and it's it what i what i hope people realize is that recognition the pattern recognition of communication is often labeled as a semantics issue um you know when in reality we if we're more careful about our word choice um mm -hmm. you know and and more intentional with how we choose to see things we end up on track with our our life's purpose and you know again i i see that come out a lot in the way that you're you're so inclusive in how you communicate with people Drazen, what, what's your vision for you? Um, what do you see for yourself in the future? You know, one of the things that I've learned, especially like I think in the last, uh, this has been a pretty, pretty incredible for, for a year for me of kind of like rediscovery and figuring that out. And I think that's also important when it comes to being able to be on this path, right? There's always going to be a realigning, if you will, of like, where, where am I going or, or where am I supposed to be going? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it wasn't about necessarily attaining a certain title. It wasn't necessarily about, you know, attaining a certain goal or, or crushing a certain goal. It was about who do I want to become, right? Who do I want to be for people and for myself? And the answer to that was actually, I am an encourager. And I love being, to be, I love being able to be an encourager, meaning that anybody that comes across, you know, my, uh, my day, anybody that comes across, whether it's through a text, through a phone call, through this podcast that we're doing, how can I leave people better off, encouraged, right? Rather than like when they first began. And I've, I've learned that again, as I, as I try my best to be able to live more authentically like that, that it does happen, right? People come back to me afterwards and they tell me like, it's like touching a battery. Like I feel so charged, you know, I love your energy. And I'm like, well, it's only because I'm doing what I want to be doing. I'm doing what I, what I believe I was made to do, right? So right. now I want you to be able to explore that as well. And it's not going to happen overnight. And it may not even happen, you know, uh, right away when you first think about it, but it takes intentionality to be able to essentially discover that. It does a lot. Um, encourager, man, like that's, yeah. that's one of those elements that um, sometimes, sometimes according to our strengths and, and uh, talents, gifts, responsibilities, um, we, we can feel envious of other people's callings too. That's right. Um, and, and in this case I am, um, you know, it's one of those where, and I, I can practice that sometimes, um, yeah. but I am a healer. Oh, I love me, it. Man. I'm a I healer. And you have a healing I voice. Mean, what was that? I said, you have a healing voice. I believe that. Um, and, and I'm a protector as mm. well. 
Mm-hmm. So prior to being an encourager, it doesn't make my calling better than yours or, or, or vice mm-hmm. versa. It just is. And that means that I, it's like the water project. I know a lot of people who have told me like Jackson, like that's too dark. It's too deep. You know, like, like don't mm-hmm. go into that. And I get yeah. it. Like they're in that, they're in the enthusiasm category. They like to celebrate and think right. about all sunshine right. roses. That's fine. Um, but man, I, I am willing to mourn of those who mourn, um, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm also as a protector, like, you know, I'm coming my sword if I need to, um, oh, I will protect people from situations. And, and, uh, that's, so this encourager factor, I'm glad you put it on my radar because, um, it's something that as a healer and protector, mm-hmm. sometimes I find myself forgetting that I'm also supposed to be encouraging people. Um, and I don't, I'm not here to scare people, um, mm-hmm. in order to box them in, right. uh, I'm not doing a good job of protecting or helping people heal. Mm-hmm. If I don't remember how important encouragement is. That's right. Enthusiasm, et cetera. Well, so. and, and the thing about, again, you, cool. you know, even what you mentioned right now, for example, being a protector and a healer, right? It's one of those things that it will continue to evolve as you evolve, as you continue yes. to grow. So I, circumstances I, I, love, I love what you said, you know, mm-hmm. right now, right? That's such an important thing to add at the end of it, because you, you can awesome. be a protector in one season of your life, but then the next, let's say, after you've continued to, you know, grow and evolve and, and learn new things. Now all of a sudden you are something else and that's okay. You're continually, you know, uh, essentially supposed to be growing. You're supposed to be evolving into the next version of yourself. Dude, you said earlier, you said, where are you going? Right. That is something that plays into that effect. I always say as well, begin with the vision in mind. Hmm. Right. And so if you begin with that in mind, what you can see once you get there, like, you know, it evolves. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, last night I was walking, listening to an audio tape outside and it was super dark because of the change in times and all that. And right, right. I started going where I'm going to go. Yeah. And then I remembered the snake I stepped on because I live in a wildlife preserve. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I should go to the treadmill. Um, you know, I yeah, should yeah. go to the gym <laughs> instead because who knows what's around that dark corner right now. Right. And right. my vision changed my right. perspective. And the same thing happens at times in life too. And mm-hmm. sometimes we're caught off guard by it. And, and then, you know, enjoy the journey. That would be my my invitation is like, know that you're in good hands. You'll be fine. Let's figure it out. But let's dive to that darker side for a minute. What has been um, your worst business or leadership experience ever? The the worst business experience, actually, it almost took me out of the game of entrepreneurship altogether. Right. I mean, oh. uh, again, I mean, obviously, again, as you begin to live your life more authentically and you want to be able to expand your your potential reach or the the kind of like the vision that you have becomes grander and and you you need help along the way right collaboration is so important so i love the fact that obviously you know i have you in my corner and there is always you know tons of room to collaborate on all kinds of different things available so collaboration becomes a really important aspect of things because just like like what you said earlier you have certain gifts i have certain gifts right and being able to share those gifts is what makes a lot of these visions come to life and so collaboration what ended up happening was that uh, being able to get the get the people in my corner, essentially, at that time, I didn't really know what that could look like. And so that's on another really important aspect of being able to collaborate. Figure out what kind of people you want to be able to be in your corner, not just potentially look at, again, the, the skills that they bring or potentially the capital that they have or the accolades that they've collected. Like, look at their character, right? Look at their integrity. And so... At that time, you know, when this uh, business opportunity just went south and the partners essentially ended up fighting amongst themselves, it was one of those things that it was so bad that it almost like left such a bad taste in my mouth. And I said, you know, I don't even know if I want to be able to still essentially, you know, be an entrepreneur. I want to be able to essentially just put my head down now and and do something else that's going to take up a lot of my time. And I don't know if this is worth it. And I think at some point, every single person's been there where, you know what, you almost call it quits, but then something inside you says, no, it's not time yet, you know, and, and you shouldn't do it. And thankfully, again, I I was surrounded by another whole community of people that supported me, thankfully, right? So even though there yeah. was people that were not good, there was plenty of other people that were good for my life. And because of that, they essentially said, no, you know, this is only one of those things that happens in life. It can happen sometimes multiple times, but that's not that doesn't mean that it's going to take you out and you shouldn't let it take you out. So just adapt and overcome, follow your own advice, and basically mm-hmm. continue moving forward. And so it was one of those things that um, gave me a whole lot of insight as to you know what kind of people I want surrounding me and and not to pay attention to the external details that normally most people pay attention to. And so to start looking within essentially, not only within myself, 
but also with the people that I ended up working with again, because that becomes more important than anything else. Ultimately, your character and your integrity are going to say a lot more about you and the person that you are than anything else you may have available at that point. Dude, if, if, if somebody's listening, if you're I, sorry, I keep saying, dude, that's just kind of my thing. Um, <laughs> I love but it. The uh, those who are listening in, um, if you're listening to this, it's because you have an extreme passion in your heart. Uh, you, you're different than people in the world. You you want relationships at a bigger level than yeah. than most people do. There's great relationship by advice out there that, that you just reminded me of. Mm -hmm. And that's that if you want to have uh, no conflict in your relationships, uh, don't talk about politics. Mm -hmm. Don't talk about religion, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and don't talk about sports. Um, you know, and that's a great way to protect your relationship. That's also a great way to make sure you limit your relationship completely. That's right. Right. The same is true with entrepreneurship. Um, right. Divorces and businesses going bad. They are very, very similar realities mm -hmm. and they hurt. They're painful. Right. You, you but in order to uh, accept great rewards, you have to be willing to take great risks. And sometimes it's a seasonal reality too. So I appreciate you bringing that up that it may knock you out of the game for a little bit. You Definitely. may have to take a season to recover from an oh, experience, yeah. but Absolutely. you'll, you'll be the one who knows that. And just know that you're not weird, um, you know, or, or alone in that reality. There are plenty of people out there who are striving to create those types of relationships. But if you're, if you're looking to create exceptional relationships, you have to look for people who are also looking for exceptional results in their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk about the best then. Um, let's go there. So what, what do the best experiences in business look like for you? What, what's one tangible one that you've, you've passed through already? Complete alignment. I mean, just being able to, you know, find that alignment with someone else um, that makes you feel like, okay, this person finally sees me, right? They finally communicate the why, the way I like to communicate. They finally understand the things that I'm talking about. They finally feel like, uh, like we're making progress without even trying, right? It's a, there's something that happens when you finally find this kind of individual in your life to be able to do business with that and ultimately life with, right? I mean, just being able to do that, but alignment is so, such an important thing. And by alignment, I, I say like, it's, it's a number of multiple things that happens, but ultimately it comes down to like, how good are we communicating with each other, right? How are we, how are we able to do life together better than apart? And so by being able to have that, you know, in, in my life was such a blessing, right? Being able to finally experience what it feels like to find alignment in my life, which again, opened up the door to a whole lot of other opportunities, opened up the door to a whole lot of other relationships that I was able to form because it was one of those things that, like I said earlier in, you know, the, 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 the conversation energetically, when you come online, you start attracting other people that are essentially online because you, it's almost like you enter a next level of, of where you want to be. And at this new level, you begin talking to the people that are at that have been at that level, just like, uh, you know, that's just kind of how we are. You know, we're just kind of there we're, we get to the next level and we find other people that are there and they're to guide us, you know, to see how we can get to the next level after that. Absolutely. Okay. So you talked about alignment. Um, who, who do you have this alignment with? Well, so I would say the the last business partner that I with, you know, that I was with in this last company when I was in venture capital and private equity, right? The I think the primary reason why there was so much alignment was not only in the way that we communicated, you know, our belief system, our core, um, again, our integrity, our attitude, but also the fact that he also served in the Marine Corps like I did. So we immediately had like a, you know, a bond from the start, because again, that's one of the things that I love about, you know, the, the military, especially the Marines when it comes to my branch, just simply because you have a foundation that you, that you get started, like you get started from this. And we know, I mean, in the, in the Marine Corps, for example, we have this thing called core, core values. What are your core values? Right. right. And in the Marine Corps, we say honor, courage, commitment. So immediately you start off with those three core values. If you know, you're calling yourself a Marine. And so by being able to essentially live out those core values, you know where somebody stands. And by being able to have an idea of what these core values are, it made the relationship that much better. And so because of that, I mean, we were able to develop not only an incredible friendship over the years, but, you know, the again, the number of opportunities that were unlocked because of it, the, the different projects that we got a chance to work on, you know, the different uh, places that I got to see and people that I, you know, that I got to meet, it was all just really incredible. And it all unlocked. A, a new version of myself, along with new skills, new new opportunities, especially in the in, again in the raising capital industry. Well said, man. The the 
when it comes to the wisdom of, of unlocking a true life's calling, um, I would have never unlocked it if I had been focused on me, if mm -hmm. I had been focused on my needs, my wants, my selfish desires. Right. I, I'm a big believer that our true life calling comes when we begin to look at how can we how can we assist? How can we be able to help others in this world? That's right. And that that alignment that you gained with that individual, it did. It came about because of a, a lot of the foundation was the fact that you already shared a foundation of core values that you both had committed to and understood and were practicing. Right. In life, one of my greatest, uh, I would say, unfair advantages, and this can be for anybody who's listening, is my ability to adapt to the core values of the individual with which I'm serving with hmm. by respecting them enough to learn about what those are. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, I'm going to have a harder time um, initially connecting in a deep level with somebody who practices Taoism because hmm. I don't know any, I don't remember that class. I went to religion, a world That's religion right. class. I don't remember it, right? right? But if I'm going to work with that person well in the capacity of, I don't know, LinkedIn automation, something simple, sure, right? We're not going to have a depth to our communication and our commitment to each other unless I take the time to get to know their core values. Mm -hmm. And I can do that by then studying up, refreshing my memory on Taoism mm -hmm. and going several hours into it or mm -hmm. keeping it surface level Whatever depth I go to, though, is pretty much going to navigate and dictate how well my portion of committing myself to that relationship is. Right. They also have to be willing to reciprocate in That's order right. for that relationship to, to gain a, a super depth, which then allows us to fulfill a deeper calling together. Um, there definitely has to be a, 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 a sense of mutual respect, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to. Also, yeah, respect and, and understanding, um, you know, if you're going to be working together. So that you can you can drive that without those. But what I found is I, I can't work very well with people who don't have core values clearly established. Hmm. So if they don't have that shared background, I can't find it. Then I, at least, you know, I have to be much more careful with that relationship because hmm. I don't know what's very I don't know what's important to them. Hmm. That's, a, that's right. a hard place to be. So if you find yourself there not sharing your core values openly, know that it may be creating some constraints around your ability to connect That's right. and, and see how you can serve and help others. Um, that would be my powerful lesson for the day. Um, I love it. I want to know yours. What's uh, If this was the last thing you could share with us right now, ever, what's the lesson you would share with visionaries who can learn from your experience? You know, you said something really important earlier that I want to be able to kind of expand a little bit more. And, and this would be my ultimate message, right? You talked about, uh, you know, you don't have to be jealous of, let's say, you know, my calling or my strengths or anything that I have as my gifts. And I think so many people forget that. One of the things that I've, I've learned time and time again, and it's now, I think, more solidified in my mind and my heart than ever before, is that this life that we're experiencing is meant to be very personal. It's meant to be a very personal journey, which means that, yeah, we can look, you know, for potentially uh, motivation or inspiration to other people. But never, never in a sense of like jealousy or or desire, like to have what they have, because you have your very own gifts. You have your very own strengths. You just have to look, you know, to see what they are and live your your journey personally. Meaning that um, this came to me, you know, it was kind of like again reminded, if you will, or, or, or realigned with me not too long ago as I was climbing, uh, I was hiking hiking up a mountain, and as I was looking back, I saw that there were a lot of people that were kind of behind me. And as I was looking forward, I saw a lot of people that were in front of me. And then as I was looking to myself, I said, you know, I could very much want to be that person that's all the way at the top almost, right? Reaching the reaching the top, meaning they've they've trained hard. Maybe they've done this a lot of times, or maybe they're just stronger than I am, right? Or I could look back and say, okay, look at all these people that are kind of falling behind. Like, you know, oh, they haven't trained at all, or maybe they're they're weaker or whatever other thoughts one can have when it comes to that. But instead, you know, I chose to say, I'm exactly where I need to be, you know, and those people are exactly where they need to be. And that's life. You know, some people are going to be ahead of you. Some people are going to be, quote unquote, behind you. Right. Which nobody really is. Again, we're all living our life the way we're supposed to be living. And so that's the thing that that I want everybody to remember or understand that we're exactly where we need to be. And this life that we have, this journey that we're living, it's meant to be a very personal journey. And so we have to live it like that and just be able to get inspiration from the people around us. In my life's darkest moment, Drazen, that was the exact advice that I needed.
And you reminded me of it today. Um, that's, it's huge. Um, so if you're, if you're going through dark times or great times, either one, this -hmm. is an opportunity to really frame around that concept. Um, and, and just try to burn that into your memory, um, that you're exactly where you need to be as scary or painful as that might be, um, which is the case of where, where I was, um, Mm -hmm. at that time. But I, I also then had that revelation and knowledge that that's where I needed to be. And I was okay. Um, and I was, it was, it was perfect. That's right. And I was in the hands of the, the bean who, who takes care of me. So, um, very powerful. I got to breathe a little bit to not cry. Um, (laughs) variables, um, one of the things that we, we do as, um, we, we do as humans, um, Mm -hmm. we love to know that we know all the variables. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We love to right. just, so oh man, this is what I was supposed to learn in that scenario. Or, okay. or you know, this is this is why it didn't work out for you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like it's so and it, I, that would be one of the pieces of wisdom too that's come since that realization is like, no, nah, I I don't understand all the variables. I understand some and I and I think and those help me move forward with more confidence, but I have mm-hmm. an ultimate confidence in knowing that. I don't control all the variables. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just part of the experience, and right. and uh, you know, we get we get to have the experience to learn from. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that said, all right, uh, exploring wisdom to unlock your true life's calling. What else you want to talk about? We got five, ten minutes, somewhere in between there. Okay, I'd love to just give you the microphone and say, man, this show is yours. What? Where do you want to go with this? Hmm. There's so many things that <clears throat> there's so many things that. Um, I love talking about, but I think in the last five minutes, the main thing that I would say is the the greatest asset that I've had in my life when it comes to being able to become who I am today and 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 gain the the insight or knowledge or wisdom ultimately that got me to where I am is find mentorship. Find people that want to be able to share with you their life and their wisdom and their knowledge. There is there is an unlimited resource available when it comes to that, you know. All that we need to be is the open and willing receptacle of that knowledge and wisdom. And and that's the thing that most mentors are looking for. There's tons of people that want to be able to mentor you as an individual, except there isn't isn't enough people that want to be mentored. And the people that do say they want to be mentored, they usually fail at the follow through when it comes to being able to get mentored. And that's such a, that's, that's that, you know, that's one of those things that it hurts to know, but so many people are doing it, right? I mean, so many people say that, I, I love to be able to get mentorship. I want to be able to find, you know, the people that can help me out. Well, become that person that can be helped by the people that want to help you out. And so that's one of those things that I've learned that mentorship has shaped my life in ways that I can't even begin to comprehend. And I don't think that I ever will really will be able to. But I've gotten to a point where I value the mentors that I've had in my life. And I've had many and I still have many at this point. And I think that's like one of the best things I could I could have ever done. And 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 continue to do just cultivate relationships, find mentorship, uh, find people that want to be able to essentially share their wisdom with you and then just be open to it. But also be somebody that follows through with your word, meaning it's not hard to be a mentee. If you're going to, if you say you're going to do something, do it and then do it as quickly as yeah. possible. Right. If you said you're going to be on time, be on time. I mean, it, it's, it's literally something so simple sometimes that can make an impact in your life that can, that can make the difference. I'll add or own it if you don't. That's right. Don't Absolutely. run and hide right. from it. No apology. You know, you know no, a, no, we no all excuses. fail. We yeah. all fail. Let, exactly. Let, let, stop letting that defeat you because you're, you're then imposing your own progress. I love it. this is this could be viewed as one of the most discouraging statements of all time um, mm-hmm. for the encourager. But I think this is one of the most encouraging statements of all time. The one you said that there aren't enough people who want to be mentored mm-hmm. is a call to arms. Mm-hmm. That's a call to action of, mm-hmm. well, if that's you, if you've put that vibe up of, uh, of you know, Drazen, they're not the first person he's ever talked to, nor nor me. I've talked to thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and there's so right. much truth yeah. in what you said. Yeah. There aren't. And, you know, you, you again, you, you say you want it, but then you don't do it. And then later on, when somebody follows up to to find out, hey, you're doing OK, did you do well? And you freak out and panic and get mad at them like they like they're the ones who caused the problem. Right. You know, you've you've basically shown that you are a person who does not want to be mentored, who's not 
who's not willing to to take it. That's right. Ooh, difficult, um, difficult right. truth to sometimes deal with. But yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you said that, not me. Um, but now, now I will quote you often though. He's always like, I stand with Drayson on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well said, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Um, we, there was something else. That, oh, there's something else that you sparked and it was about those business partnerships. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I wanted to circle back to it because it just reminded me of some extremely powerful relationships. Mm -hmm. And again, if you're going through partnerships, um, you know, and, and your life's calling has tied you to somebody, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Um, and it becomes one of the greatest heartaches when it doesn't work out, um, mm -hmm. you know, two at times and whether it's a marriage or a business partnership. Mm -hmm. And I want to highlight a couple of, of ones that mean so much to me right now. Mm -hmm. um, if you're okay with that, it's your please. show. Yeah, I don't want to steal a mic, but no, no, just, please. It really, really hit me hard. One is, mm -hmm. one is Cynthia who's helping us with the backgrounds um, on the show. Uh, she mm -hmm. has been so good about supporting me and helping me and being there for me during our ups mm -hmm. and downs of business um, and understanding, right. Being willing to understand who I am wow. and understand how hard it is, um, right. what, what we go through to, to build what we're building mm -hmm. Two is Dr. Todd Snyder, who's one of our silent investors who started this business with me as mm -hmm. a 50, 50 business partner. Mm -hmm. And when we came to that conclusion to work together, um, and, and decided to move forward, we had met each other in person. We had crossed all of our T's out all of our eyes. He's extremely thrilled with what he does. I'm extremely thorough in what I do. And I right. say he's extremely thorough in what he does. Yeah, and he yeah. Like, Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Um, and it was awesome. And it, we were, we, it was fun because we were going back and forth on our negotiations. And I've never not worn somebody out with that process. Every single time we've got to the finish line and they're like dragging, um, you know, like, oh, my gosh. Like, again, like we're not we're not done with this yet. Mm -mm. We had such a brotherhood build over that, that his mm -hmm. final statement to me was, Jackson, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this as brothers. Do you understand that? Do you get that? I, do. I was like, man, that, that yeah. that's, that's what he told me. He said, do I understand that? Do I get that, Jackson? Yeah. Like, I was like, yes, dude. It's like, I was like, yeah. that's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I'm looking mm -hmm. for. When it came time to, to make some adjustments um, for the company's sake, for his life, he ended up giving me back the company. Well, giving it to me. And then I said, no, like, you know, like you at least need to keep 5% of this. Um, you know, like you helped me build this and that's yeah, fine. If like, you're busy, you got other things that you need to focus on right now. I get that. But the honor that existed between our relationship is so we just caught up last week. Um, you know, again, we're, we're always, you know, we're always there for each other if we need each other mm -hmm. and we don't need each other, mm -hmm. but we, we have this bond that, um, I don't think is ever going to be broken it could mm -hmm. be but i don't yeah. think it will be right then there's dean forbes and he's the last one i'll mention on this dean forbes then came in later as a 50 50 partner and oh man we had such a disaster of an experience together um <laughs> and and dean would tell you the same thing sure. and we went through we went through one of the roughest patches and we had so many things come against us in this process mm -hmm. but when we decided it was time like hey we you know let's 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 move on from this once again, he gave me back the equity in my company. I gave him back the equity in his company. Yeah. He is a brother and will be for life. We have no association with each other's brands, but I can speak wholeheartedly to the ethics of the man and mm -hmm. to what he's able to accomplish from a professional setting. Yes, I know his weaknesses too. Yes, he knows my weaknesses too. And we're, mm -hmm. But we have absolute confidence that we will always share that right. with 100% honor. And I would have never found relationships like that if I hadn't done what you said and, mm -hmm. and given myself to figuring this out and, and stuck to it. So I'm, I'm really glad you stuck to it too, Jason. Mm -hmm. And I hope that everybody who's listening right now has the opportunity to exercise the same tenacious persistence and go after what they're meant to go after in this life, their, their life's call. Absolutely. And uh, a couple a couple last things for you here, Jackson. Hit it. Um, that, that I got from what you said, right? You definitely are you know doing what you're meant to be doing you know with what you're talking about and i love how you described you know both both partnerships one that was amazing and one that wasn't so amazing again based on everything that happened right it was Not amazing that, and the yeah. adversities were far more yeah. more amazing but, but the lesson there and this is something that i've learned time and time again is that you know as humans much like you talked about control earlier the other thing that we want is to only experience the good times to only experience the good things 
without realizing that a lot of times it's those bad things that end up teaching us the most. That's correct. Right? So, so we have to go through those times as well to be able to learn and grow. And they, they usually catapult us to the next level of where we're meant to be. If we learn from it, if we learn from it, right? Because yes. there is um, something really important that I, that I learned a long time ago from a sermon that I watched. And it was, um, you know, all these obstacles that we find, you know, they either become your prison or your, or your, uh, um, they, they become your prison or they become your, what was the other part? Springboard. I know where you're going. Yeah, there you go. Springboard. Yeah. 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 So, so essentially you can either, you can either be stuck where you are, or it's going to catapult you to the next level of where you're meant to be. Right. Yeah. And then the last thing was going to be that, um, the, the master shows up when the student's ready. Mm-hmm. So just be ready. That was that was Dr. Todd Snyder, by the way, showing up on time um, right. when, when I needed him. That's right. And uh, these the, and you mentioned the adversities. Um, I, I will love both those men forever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I have a very strong conviction for our relationships right. because of the adversities that we went through um, mm-hmm. and that we supported each other through. And it, it is what often strengthens uh, relationships the most. So, Drazen, this was an absolute pleasure. Vision Pros who are listening in, um, if they want to connect with you, um, LinkedIn, elsewhere, where, where's the best place to go? Uh, LinkedIn always works for me. I mean, I, I think you have the links on there for my social media, my uh, uh, my website. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly available. You know, people can just Google my name and find me in some way, shape, or form. So, awesome. I like to, I like to connect. We'll have those in the landing pages. You heard it. And uh, feel free to reach out to Drazen anytime. Everybody have a phenomenal Friday. As, as great of a Friday night as, as Drazen and I are having, we hope you're having yeah. the same. If you have questions for us, don't hesitate to drop those in the comments. It's an absolute privilege to serve you guys. And if you have any comments of how we can improve the show for your sake or things that you'd like to see or if you'd like to be on the show, don't hesitate to apply. We'd love to see you subscribe. If this if this was helpful to you, please share it with those uh, that are there in your life because I'm, I'm certain it will help them as well. Thank you, everybody. Have a awesome. good weekend. Thanks, Jack. Thank you Thanks, for Jack. being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the 